today on the program. Okay, fine, I was wasted, but still, I shouldn't be seeing some little blonde control freak running around my apartment. It's just like heaven. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Snake. Joining me today is the unfinished business to my ruffalo, Anthony. <laughs> it felt like you finished it. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, with this call sign, Manny. Oh, that looks like a cold snack, my friend. Oh, oh my God. When you want something crisp, Light and refreshing, Montucky is the only option. Montucky is is a good, cheap, bad beer. I'll give it that. I've seen that. It's it's a cold it's snack. Does it have like a horse on the front of it or something yeah. like that? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I'll have to try it sometime. It's got a little horsey. They're pretty good. It's pretty good. I, when I was touring through Montana with TJ, we played at this like festival on the river. I'm sure I've told this before, but the the local bar in town set up a little satellite bar out at this festival. And, you know, full bar of drinks and everything. But then when they packed up and left, they left two full cases of 16-ounce Montuckies because nobody ordered a single one. And they're like, well, nobody apparently wants these pieces of shit. And they just left them sitting in the grass. So I grabbed them both and put them on the bus. <laughs> and we had fucking free Montuckies for, like, the whole rest of the tour. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. it was great. And I was like, this ain't, this ain't a bad beer at all. It is. It's good. It's very good. Speaking of very good, Elise. Hey, fellas. How are you today? How are you doing? Um, I'm fighting a we're headache, but, right. but we're what? working on it. You should have a couple of cold snacks. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's what the doctor It's one of them barley pops, girl. No, I've got an, ener- barley pop. Do I, I've I got an energy it. drink. I'm hoping the caffeine beer? helps. Oh. We'll see. Caffeine oh, does help a lot. We'll see how that goes. Well, good luck. Thanks. If, if, it, if, this, if this becomes too much... Um, Deal with it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today we are talking about Just Like Heaven from the year of your Lord 2005, directed by Mark Waters. Mark Waters. And this is part of the flea Oh, that's right. Yep. Thank you for bringing it up. This is another one of Brandon's, Brandon's flea market flicks. Flea market flicks. Uh, Mark Waters gave us Mean Girls. Very good movie. Mm-hmm. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Never saw it, because who could possibly fucking care? <laughs> and this. <laughs> so, I've never seen Mr. Popper's Penguins. Jim Carrey with some CGI Penguins? Yeah, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I'm not into it. Oh, I want to see Jim Carrey with Penguins. I'll watch Ace Ventura. There you go. Did he, was, was, did he have Penguins? Yeah, they came him? out of the fridge. When he got home and all the animals came out of hiding. Yeah. Oh. They stayed in his fridge. That's where I also keep my Penguins. I'm a little concerned. This is based on the novel <laughs> If If Only It Were True by Mark Levy. Oh, no, there's a book? This is based on a book. So yeah, it's a book. There are times where I try to read the book, if you know, <laughs> to go along with the movie. and uh, You've read this three times, didn't you? Yeah, not worth. Nope. <laughs> it's like I'm not even going to try to look for that. I don't care. <laughs> it's a French book, too. Mm-hmm. All Frosted? It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So that's probably good that I didn't try to read it because I don't read French. <laughs> probably in met. It's probably in metric. <laughs> it's written in <laughs> <Yeah>. metric. <laughs> At least it's not in a scaramouche. I'm sorry. The only language I know is freedom. <laughs> <laughs> so we open up with a terrible cover of Just Like Heaven. Get it? The Just Like Heaven song yeah. by The Cure, which isn't that good of a song to fucking begin with. Oh, I disagree. And then, I like and the then cure. you got a shitty cover. Look, Nick doesn't the Cure like is the fine. Cure, really. When The Cure is on, I'm like, well, that's a band. <laughs> I just, I've, I've never got it. TJ I was a diehard. He even had Robert Smith tattooed on his forearm, and he always wanted to cover a bunch of Cure songs. And I'm like, I don't get it. I mean, there's a hell of a lot of worse things. There's a, a lot of worse far. things. So I'm not saying that they're a shit band. I mean, they're not Nickelback. <laughs> but I've, there's nothing that's like, oh, that's so awesome. It's like, no, that's kind of just basic whiny music. Got it. Man, I don't know. I like them. I like them. I'm em. a fan. All right. I like them, too. That's okay. You're all allowed to be wrong. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow this whoever's cover I, I also didn't look up who it was because who could care but they they yeah, succeeded matter. in making this song more boring somehow <laughs> and it really sets the tone for this movie so let's dive right in we got <laughs> Reese Witherspoon sitting in a chair in a field of flowers with fog in a bird's eye view like fog and flat yeah and then she's suddenly woken up out of a dream she was dreaming and she's a doctor and she's got to get back to it so i'm like okay well i mean that makes sense they work insane hours and you just kind of got to grab sleep when and where you can and how you can so she uh just jumps right into the chaos we've got all the crazy patients and you know other doctors are coming up being like oh well you took a snooze i had to do this for you and i took care of so and so and just you know very scrubs like walking around and Although I believe I think Scrubs was way, way better put together than this this whole cutscene for fun. sure. Yeah. But this is also set to the tune of another terrible cover of "Lust for Life," the Iggy Pop song, which I do actually really like that song. And this cover is not doing it any justice. Apparently, the budget did not go towards the soundtrack. Well, I was going to say, I mean, they had a fifty-eight <laughs> million dollars goddamn budget. Fifty-eight million dollars? How? Holy! Where? Fuck. Where you did know that what? Go? It was all those special effects. Somehow, man. No, somehow they made. Effects. It went to Mark Ruffalo's Miller Genuine draft budget. Probably. <laughs> yeah. They made they made sixteen million in the opening weekend, but and worldwide, you're going to be like really a hundred and two million. How? I had well, never heard of this. Neither have I. What he? You know what? The funny thing is, I feel like this this movie, like the whole plot of it, has been the premise for a lot of shit that well, I've it's seen. Like, like, I'm pretty sure the, I saw a show. No, it's like the nineties and early two thousands tr- love trope. I hated it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a rom com. I mean, there you go. What else? What other kind of weird situations? Uh, well, let's see. We've already done time traveler. Uh, uh, done an Alzheimer's patient. I just uh, want to say you can do ghost? rom-coms really good. Mr. Right is a perfect example. You can do rom-coms very well. And I am a perfect example. Thank you. <laughs> What's the one with Amelia Clark? And that she's like the caretaker for that dude in that in the wheelchair. Amelia Clark caretaker for a wheel. Oh, the wheelchair caretaker. Is that? Is that? Oh, yeah. That's uh, uh, 2010, yeah. I think. It was a great movie. So anyway, you running around hospital shit. There's ladies 
Me like before Lawrence you. She's... Sorry, it was going to drive me nuts. Me before you. That's that movie you guys were just talking about. Yeah, me before you. That's what it's called. Yeah, thank Sorry, you. Nick. That is actually it. That was a good movie. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I really did enjoy that movie. It was great. Now we've covered uh, some good rom coms on on this show before, and we'll have a few more coming up. I mean, it's not a terrible genre. It just tends to be overly sappy. And very sappy. Look, I, I'm sure that there will be a lot of female. Who are like, why does every movie you have need a naked Frenchman spin kicking people or a bunch of gunshots? Like, I don't find that entertaining at all. So everybody has the type of movies that they're into, and that's okay. They can start their own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking. I was looking at the ratings on the uh, IMDb. Gave it a six point seven out of ten. That's actually wow. higher than I thought it would be. That uh, well. Everybody knows that IMDb is facts. Is. Have you seen the trivia for nope. this? It is atrocious. What do you got? What do you got? Let's let's hit some trivia section. <laughs> there is literally nothing. It's uh, a bunch of actress a- actors that tried out for Elizabeth's part. And that's it. That's basically the entirety. Seriously, of it. Jesus. Why? The tomato. Where's the, yeah. the old where's tomato the dude meter? that always gives the most obvious information? Yeah, where's, where's that guy? On where's this? he at? The tomato meter got a 54% by the uh, pros, the critics, uh, 75% by the by the audience. So well well received by the audience. Wow. All right. Well, if you were wondering how uh, Mark Ruffalo got um, some of Reese Witherspoon's uh, lines while she wasn't on set, apparently they uh, he had an earpiece and she would just talk into a mic. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, that that I think that is the only piece of the trivia that is actually worth anything. Everything else is kind of bogus. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't buy. No, I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking look into this movie. Do we uh, want to talk a little bit about? Like, okay. Here's a little bit of trivia that Anthony's gonna Mr. shoot at you. Why does Reese Witherspoon look like they ordered her face too small for her head? <laughs> it's like when they're putting her together, they're like, all we got is this little kid face. Slap it on that big melon. I don't give a shit. We got to bust more of these out. I feel Charlie Kirk disease. I feel personally vindicated. Got a big bulbous forehead. She's got a five head, bro. <laughs> all right. Well, I feel a little upset. Jennifer Connelly, she is. <laughs> what? Hey, I'm sure she's real nice. I bet she can cook real good. No, it's just I have really small features, and sometimes I feel like I've got a really big head. You don't got a big head. Ain't no Reese Witherspoon looking head. Look at that. Looks like the. That's it looks the... like one of the gremlins. All right. At least Mister Mister Obvious did come through for trivia. One of them is the name of this film comes from the Cure song from their 1987 album "Kiss Me, Kiss Me." Just Ew. like heaven. Ah, there he oh, is. There Mr. Obvious. God, there Thank God for him. I was really... We were gonna Me too. Somebody. I was sweating. Yeah. I was sweating something <laughs> <All right>. furious. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's a scene where she's hanging out in the bathroom and all the other ladies uh, are talking about their personal lives. One's going out on a date. One's this, blah, blah, blah. And she's sad because she doesn't have a personal life. She's been working for 26 hours straight. Yeah, they're all talking about their husbands or boyfriends or whatever. And they're like, oh... Lucky you, you don't have anybody. They're like in the shitter too. Yeah. While this is all going down. Yeah. You're like, you don't have to, all, you're so lucky, all you have to worry about is work. And that's honestly, I feel like that was a low blow. Like they just went at her with a gut punch. Probably, with that. yeah. It's a little bit of a fuck you. But um, sister does call and she's like, I'm setting you up on a blind date. Oh. See, while she's still in the bathroom, those girls all walk out and she's still in the bathroom alone, like, 
being sad about not having anybody, whatever. And some freaking orderly or nurse or whatever is like, Dr. Masterson, Dr. Masterson, are you in there? They'd be like, yes, I'm taking a shit. <laughs> can, it, can it wait a goddamn minute? Or do you want me to dirty butt shuffle my ass out there to find out whatever the fuck you need? I do not I can't need. go to the goddamn... Just hurry up. I can't go to the bathroom. From another old guy. I'm <laughs> shitting right now. Yeah. Jesus. Like, this, this poor girl can't even go in the bathroom without getting bothered. Nah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty rough for old Reese. Yeah, there's a creepy old guy that keeps proposing to her. It's, uh, it's several. It's not just one. I thought it was the same guy. Most no, of the time. no, it's not. It's... it's Three different old dudes. I thought it was the same guy. Oh, well, either way, she keeps getting... And one of them has his ass hanging out, so you get old man ass. And uh, talking to the sister, he's like, like a, it looked like a you're coming over for dinner. I'm setting you up on a blind date. She's like, I don't know. I'm not gonna. She's like, yes, yes, you fucking are. You're doing it right now. And so the sister's arguing with her two kids, and they're both like, you know, who's busier? I've been working for 26 hours. I'm a mom. I'm working 24-7. Like, this, you know, and she's like... What? Who put SpongeBob in the pasta? Because she accidentally cooked a SpongeBob doll into the <laughs> fucking dinner, and uh, I feel like that's probably her. I mean, how do you get? You notice when there's something not supposed to be in a lasagna? You would hope, right? Because it's layers. You would hope. So, some interplay of them both doing. Basically, it's they're both doing too many things at once, and uh, I guess that's just what the whole thing we're supposed to learn from this. There's yeah. there's a good sister relationship, but they're both just too damn busy to really have a relationship. And well, I don't, I don't know. know. So, Reese is basically working her ass off because she wants to make attending. Yes. So she gets told by the boss that she did get picked. She's like, "We got you. We want you to stay here full time. You're officially a doctor at Saint Who Gives a Fuck Hospital." <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Oh my god, thank you. I got to go deal with this patient." She's like, "No, you've got to go home. You've been here for 26 hours straight." She's like, "How did you? Know? I know all." I know he kind of asked both of the doctors or whatever you call them when they're and they're doing that. And they're like, well, "How long? Who's been here longer or whatever?" And the one guy's like, 15 hours." It's like, "What about you?" And she's like. A, a little bit longer, a little longer than yeah. that. So the guy, the guy gets to go do whatever, and she's bummed. She's like, "I, I'm trying to do everything to prove myself, and this guy just got to go do something that I should have been doing." But then, the, that's when the boss gets the one on ones. Like, "No, we picked you. Now go the fuck home, please." <laughs> but then she can't because she goes back to the shitter. Now there's an elevator this time. She's all yeah. dressed up and are going to dinner clothes, even though she's been on for over 24 hours. Go home and get some freaking sleep. And right. the guy's like, she must be doing some meth or something. He's like, hey, I need you to come look. Oh, this dude's got a blockage. I need you to do some Laura Dernan on this guy's ass. You got, you, you got your shoulder highs on you or what? We do have a heifer in. You got, you got those. Uh, yeah. You got a shoulder length, shoulder length left. So, yeah, she's she, all dressed up. And um, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm about to go on a date. Of course I've got them on me. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like Laura Dern. I carry oh, that's that. That's right. On. You got it on the on my belt loop. So yeah, she thinks she can go home and rest <laughs> before dinner, but now she has to go look at somebody's bowel obstruction. So she doesn't get to leave the hospital until after seven. So she's on the phone with her sister. Like, I'm sorry, I I am on my way. Thought I was getting off work. Got out late. Blah blah. blah. But I am on the way. We got the cars. Let the good times roll. Finally, a real version of a good song in this fucking movie. It's a great song. Um, Not a cover. As she's driving in the rain. Not good. So as she's distracted driving, being on the phone, she's like, I'm so excited. I got a job. I got the job. I got a boom. Head on collision with the fucking delivery truck. She probably fell asleep, honestly. Yeah, that could be any That's number of things happened. That's right. That's anyway, right, kids. Long story short, 
she head just, on collision. Yeah. Head well, on we collision don't know if she did or not. We just, you see the lights and you hear some sounds and then moving on to the next scene. And then we move to Mark Ruffalo, who's playing David. He's looking at this apartment. And he's like, yeah, yeah I thought I told you it was going to need something furnished. It is furnished. It's just very sparsely decorated. It is the weirdest fucking apartment. And it is a pretty weird apartment, yeah. but it's like really over the top ornate shit. Like there's a fucking piano in there and like really expensive furniture and all the all this shit's like it's very obviously furnished. What in the fuck are you talking well, about? Well, the first one was the one that was like the uh, oh, feng shui one that had like a one. serenity garden in the middle <laughs> or no couches, yeah. like cushions yeah. on the floor. Yeah, he was and, ask, asking yeah. about a couch, but then they go to another room and it's got a patio and right by the patio door, there's a giant, there's a fucking grand piano in this apartment. Like, why don't you get the fuck off your high horse, you dick? <laughs> but he hates the couch. He's like, I wanted a couch. You need the couch, but the couch they do have somewhere in this goddamn massive apartment. Which, New York City apartment bigger than my house? I mean, this it's is like not, looking at millions of dollars here. Oh, San Francisco. Okay, still, even worse. Yeah. Even worse. <laughs> yeah. Multi-million dollar apartment. You're going to be that picky about a couch? Get another couch, dick. No shit. The whole time I'm thinking like, what the fuck does this guy, where does this guy's money do? What? Yeah. So he hates it and they're leaving and she's like, the realtor lady is like, okay, I guess I'll call some more places. We'll, we'll see. We got to find some, but you're not giving me anything to work with. And as they're talking, this flyer tears itself off of a cork board and flutters through the air like fucking Forrest Gump's feather <laughs> and keeps landing on his leg and he grabs it and throws it and it flutters right back to him. And so finally he looks at it and realizes... It hits him in the face and he's like... It finally bah! hits him in the face. And then it says, oh, look at this. It's right across the street. It's like right here. And... Uh, oh, while, while he's looking at the flyer, the realtor's like... Why don't you tell me something about yourself? What is what do you, is your family? Do you even have a family? Like, if I knew something about you, maybe I could find you a fucking apartment. You fucking fuck. And so, yeah, throw me a bone. Give me something. Yeah, and so, throw me a throw me a freaking bone, bone here. here. So as he uh, he's walking over to the apartment on the flyer that's like right here, it's like, oh no, there's no fucking way. There's absolutely no way you can get into this building. Like it's it's taken up before anything even becomes vacant. You know, like they're they're. Oh, you're that you're going in. Any, all right. Well, I'll call, I guess. Like he's just walking through the front door, not even paying attention to her. So it's like, I guess I'll call a guy. And also security super lax at a point right. like that. And so he gets up to this apartment. He loves it. Even she's like, holy fuck. Yeah, this place is great. Uh, rooftop access. They get to go up on the roof and that's a terrible green screen effect <laughs> for them being on the roof. It's worse than the room. Fucking Tommy Wiseau's up there throwing a football around. Oh, fucking terrible! What, what? So he does pick it. He's like, "I'm gonna stay." He sits on the couch again. Him and couches. He's like, "Yep, I'll take it." So then we get another montage. Now this is my kind of montage. See, Rocky montage just make me feel lazy and wear me out. <laughs> a Mark Ruffalo montage. He's going through fucking beer after beer after beer, and the takeout boxes. The yeah, takeout pound, boxes. Yeah. A Ruffalo montage. Ruffalo montage. That's what, that's gonna be. Whenever I'm just gonna get drunk and be lazy, I'm be like, I'm fixing to have a Ruffalo montage because the, the takeout <laughs> boxes are stacking up. So many cans of Miller Genuine Draft just everywhere i'm like why do you need a high-end apartment to sit on your ass eat chinese food and chug beer i like some view i guess yeah it is kind of like as a as a guy that's single or whatever like he is getting a really nice place 
You know, I'd be like, nah, just give me a shithole place next, you know, on top of a strip club or something. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I guess I guess I get why he's worried about the couch because he's going to spend his entire life sitting on it. But still, like, and my biggest problem here. Now, this is a movie about a potential afterlife romance. And the most unbelievable fucking thing <laughs> is that this man survives off of del- Chinese delivery and Miller Genuine Draft, and he still gets to look like Mark fucking Ruffalo. Yeah. When I when oh, I live this lifestyle, I look like a fucking fat guy who ate takeout food and drink beer. <laughs> like, this is not fucking fair. Yeah. He gets to look like a Mark Ruffalo, and I get to look like a guy that ate Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to look like Mark Ruffalo, you know and what? I get to put look like back. Nick Ryder. This is fucking bullshit. Put me back like, uh, put me back like maybe four or five years. I, I was doing the exact same thing, and I looked. Yeah, but he's thirty. He was thirty-eight at this time, I guess. So still pretty young. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah you're twenties. Like, like in your twenties, you still got a metabolism to do that kind of oh, thing. Yeah, you start yeah. getting mid thirties and yeah, up, no. that metabolism goes away. Yeah, it becomes a myth again. You're like, uh, yeah, me- that's not how a real do you thing. say that? Me- yeah. me- me- metabolism. God damn it, my my pants are too tight. I drove by a Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah. I smelled the pizza. <laughs> I don't even have to yes. eat it. I, smel- well, I, sm- I smelled that delicious pizza. I smelled a pizza, shit my pants, and gained five pounds. I don't know how it worked. Someone said the word burrito and my fucking butt <laughs> flew off my pants. <laughs> Can't even. Somebody handed me a coupon and. Yeah, like I got to subsist on a diet of rice cakes and water. <laughs> I got a stretch mark from eating ass. Can you believe that? <laughs> Damn, girl. How many calories you got in that thing? They're nutritious you, ones. They're nutritious. Dude, that ass is fat. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, there's a whole lot of protein in there. I need I need Joey from Friends in his Thanksgiving pants. I'm getting in that ass. Girl. Get in that ass, girl. That's fixing to be Thanksgiving up here. I got a magic trick for you. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, I'm gonna make this whole thing. <laughs> Trip to fan. That bit was better than this movie. So now this creeper, this fucking guy who's just sitting around getting blasted drunk in somebody else's apartment all day, puts on somebody else's wedding video. Also, if this is that's no, his wedding his, video, it's his, it was his. Video. I thought it was somebody yeah, else's. Yeah. Wedding oh, he's video. getting all drunk and depressed watching his wedding video. Oh, yeah, because his wife. Look, died, man, t- we don't know that yet. In take the movie. a fucking hint and go on a murder spree like Keanu Reeves did. Fucking sitting around drinking beer, crying. Well, I mean, it's a pretty cool well, movie. The problem is, is that Keanu got a puppy to like distract him. Well, there was the puppy first. Yeah. That is the important. That is the important step. Dude, the, now, now, some guys broke in and fucked up the couch. That would be Mark Ruffalo's catalyst to go on exactly. his killing spree. I would love to see Mark Ruffalo in a fine ass suit, just freaking offing some motherfuckers. some people. Yeah. Has he yeah. ever done an action movie? That I mean, I know really he's the, he's the together, Hulk, man. but all the action parts are heavily CGI'd. Has Mark Ruffalo himself ever done an action movie? I, I don't know. Somebody uh, get on that. Get on. Marvel. I said I know he's the Hulk, but that's all CGI. I know. I, I literally, kidding. I literally just said Manny. I just said that. <laughs> Manny it. So anyway, he's watching this, and he, I was repeating it for clarity. <laughs> goes, gets another beer, and as he's coming back from the kitchen, like, dude, just there's no point in even going to the fridge. You're going through them so fast. I don't even have time to get warm. You're fine. But he's coming back from his beer run. And runs into Reese Witherspoon, and they both scream. You know, she's like, "There's nothing to steal here." He's, "I'm not stealing." Well, you're homeless. What else are you doing? He's like, "No, this is my home." And you know, and then he's like, "Oh, 
you found the same flyer. This is a rent scam. They're renting to both of us and collecting money. She's like, no, this is just my fucking house. Look at you spilling beer all over the floor. And she like walks off to get a bucket to clean up and just disappears. And Ruffalo's like, what the fuck? I got to lay off the sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's like me every three weeks. I do want to take a second to just mention how Mark Ruffalo seems like a really cool person. Like, he just seems like a cool dude to hang out with. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, He seems like a real down-to-earth dude. I'll have to share this with our group chat, but my brother had just sent a meme, actually, funny enough, yesterday, right before I watched this, and it's Mark Ruffalo had posted on Twitter, we made a new friend, and it's him hanging out with Willem Dafoe. (laughs) And they found a fucking little llama or something and it's just like you can tell these two old dudes just high as hell out there in a petting zoo <laughs> and so anyway i'll show that but just yeah. slinging dunk i bet ruffalo's hung like a freaking donkey hung, as well. hung like a defoe yeah he's probably he's probably why he got he's in the defoe club like defoe ain't gonna hang around you know <laughs> anybody that bringing the heat you know just like, i want yeah, a hanging dicks or nobody you've got to you got to measure to get into this club and if yeah. you break out a ruler you ain't getting in. <laughs> Yardstick or bust, buddy. Yardstick and bust is what they say. <laughs> so he installs new locks. He's like, I'm going to keep this crazy blonde chick out of here. And then as he's getting out of the shower, she's there. So she'll like appear and talk for a bit and then disappear. And he's like, I am losing my fucking mind. And he meets up with a buddy. His buddy played by Donald Logue. Everybody remember Donald Logue? I never remember his name, I, but I, he was, I know he was we, the one guy in the one guy that's in Blade that just keeps getting fucked up and never yeah. dies. And yeah. he was also had a show. I can't remember. He was the dad in some sitcom for a while. And the Tao of Steve was a a rom com that he was in. Yeah, I think I've seen that movie a long it time ago. Yeah, about how basically anybody named Steve was cool or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, Donald's hanging out. He's like, I've been seeing someone. That's great. No, I like seeing someone. I'm hallucinating. Oh, you're being, you got to phrase that differently, dude. Nobody ever says I'm seeing, I've been seeing someone and means anything other than like hooking up. And this is, and this is when I realized, oh, this is not his friend. Yeah. Uh, He's like, oh, no, this is a therapist. What is this a session? Oh, that's right. He's like therapist buddy or something. I think he's his friend that is a therapist, right? No, obviously it's not just his therapist yeah, because yeah, in the further on in the show, it, they, it yeah, gets, they're, they're definitely not some doing some things that you'd call a therapist a therapist for. Oh yeah, I mean the whole gimp suit, but we'll get there. So, real, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like so. Is the therapist being a buddy by not charging him, or is yeah he is a buddy that happens to be a therapist, so he's just really great? Yeah, because I think advice. he makes it. He's like. Uh, are you going to charge me for this? He's like, oh, I'm your friend, but we're just here to talk and whatever. Now we get into the second hour, we'll have to work something. Out. That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then he's talking about drinking. Well, you're, you got to stop drinking so much. He's like, no, uh, God made alcohol as a societal lubricant to make men brave and women loose. Fucking hate, awful rapey. Hate that. Yeah. Super rapey. Which, come on, I mean. It's it makes both men and women brave, and it makes makes both men and women. Lo- I mean, I get real loose. Oh yeah, man, you were born loose. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm I mean, he's lefty. not wrong. I mean, it is. I'm a lefty too. Don't even go there. 
Lefty Lucy. What, what is that? Is that what they say? Writing yes, that is, Lefty that is, Lucy, yes. That is but that's how you not what we're referring to. Screwdriver. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a pretty problematic line. Like, you got to get chicks drunk and then you can fuck them. Uh, it's more like uh, chicks much. get drunk and maybe fuck you. Is, is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's Mark Ruffalo. Them chicks should be sober. If you're Mark, like, Mark you're Ruffalo, ain't, he ain't no. hurting. I'm down. No. I don't think he has a lot of any troubles getting. He's wore it down to the eraser. Wow. Like Jason Segal. <laughs> wow. So he goes back to the apartment, starts drinking again to a terrible cover of Just My Imagination. <coughs> again, excellent song. Can't be that expensive to get the rights to a 60s. But this song. is too, this is the early 2000s where they fucked up a lot of shit when it comes oh, they to the soundtrack. Yeah, but and people like, I mean, some people like a twist on the, uh, on the, uh, you know, original songs like, oh, look at this yeah, one. This one slowed one. down and with feeling. But this we is... like good twists, not this. Yeah. This was terrible. So he's looking around. So he's like, okay, well, I'm having drinks. Does that mean this crazy blonde is going to appear again and freak me out? You can tell he's like walking around like, uh. At this point, just get a different place, dude. I, if you have to walk around this apartment being scared that you're going to see a ghost, I just, you know what? This isn't for me. <laughs> just move. Maybe this You can drink month, Miller Genuine Draft month month anywhere. Month you don't have, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not like he's in a full you don't have, It's a month a month. You can just leave. Well, yeah. and that's what he's doing. He's, it's going to be hard to find. And San Francisco is going to be hard to find a place anyways. Unless right, but if all up. you need is a couch and a TV and a fucking fridge, I mean, that... Yeah, buy a camper. These are pretty wide but... open. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Go out under a bridge. They got fucking tent cities everywhere. Can... Anyway, that's discussion for another time. So <laughs> now he goes into bed, and that's when she shows up. And uh, she's talking to him. She's like, you're crazy. Why are you still in my house? And then she realizes she can't grab a phone because she wants to call the cops. And her hand keeps going through stuff. So she's like, okay, maybe something is off here. He's all creeped out so he goes to the occult bookstore <laughs> and run by john hater napoleon dynamite himself it took me a second i'm like staring at him going why do I'd i i'd like know to punch him so are? hard that i break his teeth so that he can fix them okay uh elise took a while to figure out who this was as i said and manny threatened his teeth <laughs> just trying to piece together <laughs> yes. what this is a, this this talking. movie came out a year after napoleon dynamite which I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I think that was Napoleon Dynamite was pretty much Hater's first, at least big movie, I guess. And then he was in a bunch of movies right after. But yeah, I do like him cast in this role. I've I, and I don't know the book, but I got to imagine I haven't read the book. But usually, when you have any kind of you know person that's psychic or powers or reads auras it's a crazy woman right so i like how yeah. they're like a, more of a stoner dude in that role yeah he was just what you stereotypical do yeah stoner guy blinks he did have a good role um, yes i agree so uh, he, you know helps him find books on how to deal with ghosts and all that so mark tries a summoning <laughs> gotta find a way to summon this ghost and he's like oh i got it and he tries to put a cup down without a coaster and she's bam she's right there <laughs> rings oh my god so it was funny when they had like all the different things in there, like the priest in there. Yeah, the priest. Was that, or was that coming? Was that? Oh no, that's later. No, that's oh, it was after this. this. Yeah. yeah, it was later. Sorry. So uh, he tries to talk to her. He's like, "Hey, you're dead. You're a ghost." And she like realizes she's standing inside a table. She's like, "I can go right through the table." And Stallone's like, "Oh, no, I ain't know. I ain't about going through the table. No, 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 no." no, no, no. 
I like. I only like the table needs to be a stopper it. for sure. You know, you can't go two tables. So um, God, he's under the table. Plop. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Pop another ghost. <laughs> I just got ghost shit on again. It was just like. This is just like Do you a think German he has, like, the shoulder height gloves on him? Strong? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, Fish for around sure. in there. <laughs> so, what are they called again? The bird So thing? she's like... Oh, clo- uh, clo- cloacas. cloacas. Thank you. Cloacas, yeah. So, I don't get... She can... Like, she puts her hand through his face. She can't make contact with him. She can float through tables. She can do all this, but then she's sitting on a toilet at one point? She was like, how is she you Hold on, what? Sometimes she's. Did you get. Well, I mean, really, it, unrated it's got to have some kind of like mental thing in it, too, because if she was just could walk through tables, she wouldn't be able to stand on a floor. Right. So, I don't know. Probably, you know, there's magic involved. <laughs> I don't, yeah. But we also, we also, she can possess people, too. Apparently. We find out later that she can, yes. She doesn't know that yeah, yet. That, I thought that was right. So, yeah, right here's, here's a montage of people trying to get rid of the ghost. We get an Exorcist reference, of course. Uh, the Ghostbusters theme uh, <laughs> as Brooklyn Nine-Nine Scully, mm-hmm. guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, comes and is like, I think I got it. But, of course, he does it. They're using some kind of things, trapping in a, trapping in a pyramid. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, I got it. I got it. And they're like, I'm going to go flush this. <laughs> and he like, walks off to the bathroom to flush it. <laughs> and then... Uh, Bill or Bill John Hader shows up. They also had a bunch Bill of Asian Hader. ladies throwing little pieces of fire around the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, what she called the Joy Luck Club. And so uh, Hader shows up. He's like, yeah, I can. Def- I definitely feel a spirit, and it is hostile, and it, it wants to get you out of here. And Reese Witherspoon's like, yeah, this guy's legit. He's fucking figured it out. I want you the fuck out of here. But Mark's like, no. I, I paid for a month. I'm staying for a month. God damn it! This is <laughs> this is my beer drinking couch now. <laughs> well, and and what's his face does mention you know, like oh this this spirit isn't actually dead. Oh, does he? Yeah. I don't know so. Whoops, missed that. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> is this where he also talks about him being haunted? Is that yeah? Is this where he talks about like no, it's not her that's haunting you? He's like it's it's you know I see your aura, and he's like you're the one being haunted by, you know something like that. Isn't that when that happens? And he goes oh, up yeah. to the yeah. roof. You, you yeah. Said, yeah, because yeah, he says you have a, you have a dark aura. Yeah, he's like that's not your problem. That's not the one that's haunting you. It's you know your whatever your own shit, man. Yeah. And then and then she own. takes it to me like oh. You know, you you got divorced. You got I can't dumped. imagine someone wouldn't stay with you or whatever. Yeah, and then he, dumped. yeah, dumped. And then he goes sad, gets man emotions, and he goes upstairs. Like fuck, I meant to go to my car. So oh, I right, right, around. right. So they're in the kitchen. That's when Hater does. Like she won't leave because she's not dead. But you've got to get rid of her. It's like I can't. She won't leave. I'm not talking about the ghost. I'm talking about the one you're keeping in here, dude. <laughs> yeah. Points at his heart. Yeah. 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 So and then yeah. so yeah. Ghost Reese Witherspoon's like, ah, eh, you got dumped, you piece of shit, and he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, and then so he, he runs leaves, upstairs, missed all the drywall on his way out, just swinging wildly, yeah. and <laughs> goes upstairs. And so Reese is, oh yeah, you got dumped, ha ha ha, and he, you know, so Bill Hader's talking to Bill. Why do I keep saying? I wish it was Bill Hader, fucking John Hader. <laughs> so he's talking to the room. He's like, word to the wise ghost, respect the dead. 
Yeah, have some respect for the dead. Okay, shut up. So this, yeah, this where they're on the rooftop, and she shows up and apologizes, like, "I'm so sorry. You you got divorced, and I was talking shit on you." And isn't this a great view? This whole she reason got I got it. this apartment is because you can get onto the roof, and I've always wanted to do a garden up here, but I just am too busy being a doctor and saving lives to make some plants on a roof. Yeah. Well, she didn't know that she was a doctor yet. Well, she was too busy trying to get to me. I mean. Well, yeah, we well, know but that, she still hasn't but recollected she, that yet. So she's like, yeah, that's yeah, why I got this place. I was going to have a garden. But she's like, as she gets exposed to things that she had in her life, she right, starts remembering she's them. For, forgetting a lot. Anyway, she wants to. And the, the, I was just too distracted by the fact that this is a terrible green screen. I mean, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this looks like this looks like cat piss. This is fucking terrible. How does a visual. How did you see yeah. past Reese Witherspoon's forehead? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they used to project the green screen on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's so mean. Oh, my God. This is a, that was good. An attractive person. So she wants to talk, and he doesn't want to talk about his loss. You know, uh, his wife was Laura. We get his, uh, a bunch of we that much. You get the name. We got back-to-back Lauras. Yeah. Back-to-back Lauras. Um, so he's like... Again, he just keeps getting mad and storming off. Like he, you can't walk away from a ghost. It's a fucking ghost, dude. But he goes to the local bar and she appears and tries to stop him. Of course, you know he doesn't give a shit. Donald's buying drinks. I'm going to get drunk, and he's like, "No, I don't want you to drink." So this is where she possesses him. Find out she can do possess. Jumps into his body, makes him look like a damn fool. Spill all the scotch. Spilling all the double scotch. Oh, that's right. yeah. yeah that's and then you know he does the great physical comedy thing. Just. Mark Ruffalo acting like he's possessed and waving his arms around crazy as he runs out of a bar. Which I'm sure that was so much fun. Is that a Mark Ruffalo bit? No, just, you know, the physical comedy thing. Yeah. Look oh, at me, I'm okay. acting crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Your physical comedy. It is, it is the early 2000s, man. Yeah. So then they're sitting on a bench. And uh, she doesn't remember who she is. Like, can you help help me figure out who the fuck I am and what I did and what blah, blah, blah. Turns out nobody in the building remembers her. They're like, yeah, somebody lives there, but we never saw her. I don't know anything about this bitch. Or somebody lives there. Or you get that. Or some people are like, I thought it was vacant. And then there's super workout girl who's like, might as well be in a porn scene because everything is like. I hated everything about this fucking character. Oh, Oh, really? You here to fix the cable? That's almost every encounter I've ever had with a woman, like acting exactly like her. It's been different for you guys. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's oh, like, oh, oh, you want to step, come in for know. something? Or, oh, I got a window that's sticky. Can you? Can it's you? Like, well, sometimes it's painted over. You got to put a screwdriver in. Mm, I tried it. Could you come do it or whatever? Yeah, could you put a screwdriver in there? And he's like, uh, I, uh, I gotta go. Yeah, I'd be like, let me see that fucking window. I will be yeah. <laughs> in there right now. I do like as they're leaving, like the uh, Reese with which I don't, I don't even know what their name is. And this is like, no, I, I, you were gonna. Oh, that's so gross. Whatever. Whatever. I guess she's sexy if you're into the to the whole tall, big boobed model type thing. It's like, yeah, that's who's into that. <laughs> you just jealous of her face size or what? <laughs> I'll give it to you. I bet you give good she head. Has a normal size forehead. <laughs> so mean to poor Reese Witherspoon. All she ever did was play Johnny Cash's wife, and here we are ripping her apart. <laughs> hey. I've heard you talk about Liv Tyler, and you're saying I'm being mean. 
Look, all I'm saying Tyler's a beautiful woman. is I've never seen her in anything and thought, boy, I'm glad she's here. She's really adding to this experience. Like Reese Witherspoon looks like has that look about her. Like no matter where she's standing, she's waiting to speak to the manager. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? A lot of that is that 2005 hairdo that she's oh, got yeah. going on. Yeah, the, the, the hair in this does does date it specifically, you know. Oh, well, I mean, this whole movie, dude, this, it just if you didn't know it was 2000s, early 2000s, like you're there's something wrong with you. This thing reeks of early 2000s. It does. Speaking of reeking, he goes for another beer. Ah. And uh, so she's like, there it is. <laughs> and she's looking for the beer opener. She gets, finds a book of matches and she's like, oh, this could be a lead. And I, I yeah, don't know. It was on the, on the matches and for, for fucking something. And, uh, so they go dry cleaner, right? Yeah. Yeah, to a dry cleaner. So they go, why would a dry cleaner give away books and match? Anyway, what the fuck? So they go there and the guy but, was like, I don't know, some dull, stupid blonde bitch. She never came and picked it up. So I threw her, I gave her pants away to a shelter. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll she take the pants or whatever. Like, what? Those were Armani's. <laughs> yeah. Expensive pants. You remember the pants all of a sudden. Can't remember that I was a fucking doctor, but I remember my pants. Um,. And then what he goes to up to some house, and I don't know how they found out about this house. Or got an address. Yeah. Oh, because the number on the map, it was 425 whatever street. So he goes up to 425 whatever street. And uh, this guy's like, oh, fuck. Did my wife hire you? Are you like, he thinks he's a private detective to find out about this guy's affair. So I come back later and I'll write you a check and pay you off. Just sucks. I hate it all. Come back at six. Just, (laughs) why? Just why did this need to be there? Yeah. yeah. And so then they realized that the actual thing was 426, which was her friend across. And you the see street. her friend coming out of her. But it was her friend across the street, Fran. Um, but I guess whatever. That's something. <laughs> and I, this Mark Ruffalo is just like, I guess dude's having an affair or whatever and goes about his business and misses Fran getting her mail. So great. <laughs> um, they end up going to another address on the. How many fucking matchbox or addresses were on this matchbox? <laughs> so many fucking addresses taken to three different places now. Well, what was the? They, they went to. I thought the the. Yeah, I don't know. There's an address. I thought it was an address and a matchbox, but I don't know. I, I don't fucking. There know. was like a piece of paper. It was a piece of paper in the in and the, the matchbook. Match, okay, yeah, so the, match, the thing on the matchbook box. was an ad. And they go into the address, and this is like at a restaurant, and this guy collapses, and he's having a medical emergency. So she's standing there talking Mark Ruffalo through how to make an incision and let the uh, something out of yeah, his like something was going on. This whole scene was funny. I, I, I enjoyed like it. It was pretty good. I hated that entire thing because none of that was medically correct. You don't say. It didn't have to I be. It was funny. It. Was it? I don't know. He had a hole in his lung that was yeah, leaking out and into then, his chest cavity. And, yeah, except... But he had a great big old scar like he had some kind of surgery, so maybe it was a byproduct of that surgery. Oh, no. That was actually... That's a real scar. That actually wasn't the yeah. trivia. Oh, cool. Great. Yeah, apparently that actor had some major but surgery. But that's not how you put in a chest scar. tube to relieve no, that's the all pressure. It said. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's how you could do it when you're in no, a no, bar, no. I, mean, I guess. No, no, no. I mean, like, not even the right location. You go in through the side. It, it was a whole different thing. 
the main part I liked about it is how she was like, all right, take the take the pourer out of the vodka. <laughs> and he's just, and it's like, okay, take a drink. And he's like, no. Yeah, yeah, he's chugging vodka. So, I mean, if I was like, I've got to go stab into somebody's body, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to probably need some liquid courage. This does make men brave, so let's drink. Um, That's right. And then she's like, oh, my God, I'm a doctor. That's right. Oh, my God, I'm a doctor. And so she... Remember, she works at Saint Who Gives a Fuck, and they go. So they go to Saint <laughs> Who Gives a Fuck Hospital, and uh, that's so hospital Mark, in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, walks in there. And he's like, uh, "I'm looking for Doctor Witherspoon," <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's not on staff right now, but we can call someone. She's not active. Yeah, on staff. Uh, so they meet with Fran, her friend and mentor. You know, the one getting mail earlier. It's like, how do you know Reese Witherspoon? Well, uh, we were in a movie together, and uh... <laughs> no. So uh, what I think oh, he God, says they were was... dating. They were dating, like boyfriend girlfriend stuff. Sorry, they no, were that intimate. Was my own thing. We're not. I haven't got there yet. I was like, oh, oh wait, I forgot this. But no, we're not there yet. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So he lies. Says they've, they've been an item. He's been traveling a lot, and he's just getting back into town. Wants to see her. It's like, well, she had an accident. It's been three months. Which is and, like at uh, that point you're like, why did like you've been seeing like as another doctor, I've been like you've been seeing her, but you haven't heard from her in three months. Well, he did. He said. He said. And you didn't. You didn't. He said I've been. I've been away sooner. Uh, I'm a researcher. I was in Antarctica. It's 2005. <laughs> yeah. I uh, was doing a very extensive tour of the Miller. She's a side piece. Brewery. Leave me alone. <laughs> hey, listen. He was. He was down in South Africa doing his safari expedition. All right, leave the man alone. <laughs> really bad cell service down there. Um, it's 2005. Yeah, bad cell service everywhere. So we do have a kind of a nice little dolly camera shot of her going in to see herself in the hospital bed in her coma. And yeah, by so the way, she's not I, dead. I don't get right. She's not dead, which John Hader had told us earlier, but. How is she a ghost then if she's not dead? Because she's in between death and a. It's life. just her spirit energy. Does that can just being in a coma releases your spirit from your mortal coil? Is that how that works? I mean, the one time I was dead for a little bit, I didn't see shit, so I can't tell you. I guess you know what this. Uh, we have a pretty vacant, uh, pretty blatantly vacant spot for a. Rewatch spiritual. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should get someone on staff. I'll put that Toot. on LinkedIn. Sweet. Well. Yeah. So anyway, it's dumb. And um, <laughs> it was actually her <laughs> body double. Reese Witherspoon has a stand-in body double, you know. And yeah. uh, Apparently it, looks it looks so, so much alike. like some people can't even tell who's who. So she gets to do a bunch I mean, of these parts. I could because one of them is Reese Witherspoon. The other one is Reese without her spoon. So <laughs> pretty easy to tell. <laughs> I'm just glad this poor ugly girl found a job, right? I mean, how likely is it that two horrible looking women could find jobs like in this? It's great. You know, good Not on only them. one, but two. <laughs> There's two. Could you imagine? I'm just glad this ugly girl <laughs> like, found a job. Oh, God, I'm, hor- I'm a horribly disfigured young lady. What am I going to do for work? And all of a sudden she runs into her double and they're like, well, let's try to make this, you know, happen. I'm so glad you're more successful than I am. <laughs> so I can just pretend to be you. Wow. 
Oh my god. There it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, next week's episode. <laughs> so Mark Mark Ruffalo's like, Hey, that's you. Let's let's try to put you together again. And she like can't get into the body. I don't feel connected to my body. I can't, you know, reseal. Um very creepy. What yeah, so next. he holds her hand, the actual body's hand. No, no, no. He's like, hey, look away. I'm about to touch you. All, all yeah, don't look at... You don't want to see this. <laughs> Kill Bill. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have your shoulder gloves on? Well... <laughs> don't ask questions. Don't ask questions you <laughs> don't want the answer to. <laughs> I, just, I just looked at him up. My God. <laughs> Anthony just puked on himself because he looked up Reese Witherspoon and her body devil. You okay, man? Oh, oh, really? Do you want some Pepto? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bless your inbox with this. No, why? Please, please do, please do. I'm gonna I need bless it. I need your inbox <laughs> with this. This is. I'm gonna send this out. Like, make this pray for these poor, disfigured young women. <laughs> Go find me for. <laughs> yeah. Just for just less than two dollars a day, you can help buy brown paper bags to cover these women's face. You can feed Reese oh, Witherspoon. Um, you can oh. tell them apart. Whatever. It would look long enough to tell. Wow, <laughs> you're worse than Nick with Liv, man. This is getting uh. bad. Wait till we have the poor Hold misfortune on. of a movie with that troll in it, and then I'll let loose. But <laughs> um, when he holds the body's hand, Ghost Reese can feel it, so there is a connection of some kind. It's like, oh yeah, well, looks his finger. Can you feel this? Bloop bloop. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my bean! Um, so... <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna go that explicit. <laughs> So uh, he leaves and she stays and walk around the hospital, finds out some gossip, you know, that other shitty guy ended up getting her job, you know, due to three months of coma. Uh, sister and nieces show up and prick doctors there and is asking, but hey, she has some DNR forms, but because uh, of the situation, the fact that she kind of works here, we can't take action without your approval. So I need you to sign the papers so that we can... Free up the room, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, it is a business, after yeah. all. We're trying to make money here. Yeah. We can't overcharge if uh, the bed's taken, so... <laughs> she also works here, so we're probably picking up some of that yeah. bill. It's just a bad situation for us. Now, back at the apartment, Mark makes food, finally. Like, cooks something. He's Actually, no, he's about to crack open a beer. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm going to make some eggs and broccoli. Yeah, eats a goddamn vegetable finally, even drinks a sip of water. He's like, holy shit, this tastes exactly the same as the beers I've been drinking. (laughs) No one's ever drinking MGD. I like these cold snacks. No, I I do enjoy MGD. So hot neighbor shows back up. She's been locked out. It's just a stupid scene. Like, what? this didn't need to even be here. It's just an excuse to see what's her ass at a sports bra again. I do like how she's like, I can't find a good guy in this town order. It's like every time I every time I meet a good looking guy, hello, lesbian. Lesbian. <laughs> like why, you fucker. I expected it to be like every time I meet a good looking guy, hello, gay, which is kind of the same thing, but she's like mistaking women for men. 
It's like I think there might be a visual there might be something to this lady. Yeah. That, that teeny little that teeny little montage of her too. She did not seem like she could probably tell the difference. Yeah. She was just. But as she turns, she's like, "Oh, I need to use the bathroom or whatever." She turns around and she's got like some candy necklace looking choni sticking up yeah, out of her up pants. Out of her yeah. butt crack, like, yeah. dude, those low rise fucking Ew. jeans. Let's not no. ever bring those was... back. That was oh, a I thought terrible, you were gonna. Go, I thought you were gonna fashion. be like, oh my god. Oh. oh fuck no, dude! Those low rise jeans back from the early two thousands were. I, I ain't mad at those things, I man. It. I mean, I like the tall rise. I like the regular rise. With those low rise, when the pubes are popping out the top and stuff, I'll take Ew, that too. Uh, I hated. That. I thought I looked really good in them. Okay, well she didn't have any tall <laughs> I may have had a bit better. Of well, yeah, your g string hung, hung out, and you were like, "Hey, girls, look at." Oh this. yeah, shit yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd get those suckers though. cut so low, wonderful. you'd see some dick neck out the top. <laughs> Dick neck. I, hey, dude, I ain't gonna lie. I had some of those. They were some. They were some like Joe's designer jeans. They. I mean, that doesn't surprise. Yeah, Dick neck. Yeah, sling some dick neck if you want to pick up some puss. <laughs> what do you want from me? I didn't make the rules. <laughs> I just realized this movie came out the year that I met Nick. Really? Yeah. Is he slinging some dick neck? <laughs> 2005. <laughs> was was Nick rocking them super low no. low rise? Yes. I think I think he had normal jeans. Yeah, normal and a jeans. T-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, these were normal jeans. Yeah, I guess at the time they were. So anyway, Reese shows back up at the apartment. She's all sad about this paper stuff and you know trying to fucking kill her. And now she's upset about slut neighbor there and the whole hallway scene yeah where the neighbor's talking to him while he's talking to reese and uh he calls for he yells elizabeth and the slutty neighbor's like it's katrina like, I don't, just, it's just, she is she not is put off no. at all drops yeah doesn't care that he called her the wrong name still drops the towels like it's fine she's Oops. there for one thing she is so ruffalo desperate. penis yeah. and that's all right i ain't mad at her for it man she knows she what she's doing. Yeah. She's so desperate. It's... I love a woman she that knows what she ruffle, wants and goes though. and gets it. You know what I mean? No, no, no. There's a difference between ruffle. knowing what you want, going and getting it, and then just being straight up desperate. She right. wants some ruffalo. I mean, if... if no, this I, is desperate. I maybe she wants want it. Ruffalo maybe she up. wants some ruffalo, and then maybe later she'll want some softalo. <laughs> <laughs> You don't always have to fuck her hard. In fact, sometimes you don't always that's have to fuck right. her hard. <laughs> Tenacious D. Yeah. Tenacious D. I just didn't expect it. So here. anyway, back up to the green screen roof. And uh, so his wife had a cerebral hemorrhage. He was just tying a shoe and then suddenly dead. Um... So kind of an emotional scene where he's finally like coming to terms with the fact that his wife is dead and I can't just drink about it forever. I guess I need to realize she's gone and I got to move on, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they start getting a little bit flirty. She's like, oh, what, dead wife, huh? So uh, how do you feel about coma oh, so, uh, chips? Does that mean you're married? <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about it? I, hey, I know you can't touch me right now, but. <laughs> Interested in to. something slightly warmer? <laughs> wow! Oh man! 
And I don't know if this is a joke. Was this actually in the movie or something I wrote down? But maybe you losing brain capacity isn't so bad. Brings you down to my level. <laughs> no, that wasn't, that wasn't yeah. the movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he takes her to this place he made. He does landscape architecture. Which was in some dude's house. So they just broke it. Or he's like, it. hey, remember how I built you that amazing backyard? Let me go look at it. God be like, yeah, man. That yard exists because of sure. you. Go look at that. Go for it, man. So he takes his ghost girlfriend to this, and she's like, oh, my God, I've dreamed of this before. I've dreamed this exact place. He's like, I don't think you really did because that would be stupid. <laughs> Fucking dumb. But uh, I do good work, as you can see. I like good grass. You like the grass? No, she's, he lays good grass. He's an architect. Oh, yeah, he does. Did a good job. It was really pretty. It's a landscape architect, yeah. <clears throat> so he gets a call from a realtor. Hey, the place is all yours. Uh, Tenant was in a coma. <coughs> but they're going to pull the plug. <coughs> Pardon me. That's how I feel about this. So, um, <laughs> uh, turns out they're going to kill the bitch. So you can have the place. That couch is all yours, buddy. And, uh, He's like, well, now I got to go convince your sister not to sign those papers. So she doesn't sign the papers and give permission, then they can't kill you, right? So I've got to convince her that you're still around and I'm talking to you. So give me something only you would know that I can go up to your sister and say, you know, the, that old that old bit that that's old always in the movie. Shit. Something only you would know so I can use that yeah. as proof shit. A bunch of crap, you know, this kind of stuff. Anybody could know that. She, you know, not, yeah, she's got two kids. Everybody knows that, whatever. Uh, she kissed her ex five minutes before her wedding. Okay, now that see that's something that probably not everybody knows. That's pretty ballsy. Mm. Now I've got ammo. So he gets to the huh. inviting your ex to your wedding. Yeah, I, I agree. Is it five minutes before she left for the wedding, or five minutes before she walked down the aisle? Because that would be a risky business. Down the aisle. I thought it was right it was. before they walked down the aisle. Yeah, I'm guessing yeah. that one. And so he gets to the house, you know, and has a little tea party with the nieces, and he's trying to talk to the sister, but the girls can see Reese. And or one they, of them, at least. Uh, one of them, at least, can really? talk to her and even offers her a cookie or something. Yeah, like puts yeah, a cookie down. Goes, Not really talking directly to her. She goes running like, into yeah. the other room and then comes back with cookies, which I thought was cute. Yeah. She's like, how you go, auntie? Would you like a biscuit? Because they're having a tea party. Oh. Can we mute, mute them? Mute them. <laughs> yeah, this is high level I don't comedy. Do shit. I don't expect y'all to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't expect to get it either. So. Was that Sean Connery? <laughs> no, that was just that was just regular British. Regular British man. Regular British. Man. Regular, British. <laughs> regular fourth, British. Manny's fourth impression. <laughs> <sighs> so it turns out the sister. Sorry, I've already I've already signed the papers. Uh, they're gonna do it tomorrow at noon. It's a done deal. It's like, well, fuck. And so now he's super desperate. He's like, look, your sister's here right now. She has to explain. I'll translate it. So she's gonna talk to me, and I'm gonna tell you. And the sister like goes fucking crazy and starts wielding knives. Like, I don't know you. You came into my house, and now you're telling me that my sister's ghost is talking to you. Get the fuck out. And he tries to bring up the kiss at the wedding and gets chased out. He does. Like JJ. Yeah. And the girl's like, is Aunt Elizabeth going to have any more tea? And that's when she looks down and realizes there was an extra cup and cookie and stuff. And uh, nothing really comes no. of that, though. 
that she doesn't like suddenly. Oh, maybe my sister is here. No, it's just kind of nothing. So it uh, chalks it up to little kids missing an aunt. Right, and so it's Mark Ruffalo, a four-year-old, and John Hader. And that's the only people that can recognize this the spirit. And, you know, all this is so confusing. Why did I happen to be in the restaurant when that guy collapsed? How come you had seen my garden before? It's all got to be connected somehow. And uh, Because he, yeah, takes her to the garden, right? Yeah, that yeah, thing. He, part, right? yeah. And she's just dreamed that she knows this garden and it's all connected. And then there's some picture of her, like, actually having fun with her sister. And it's like that. Yeah, we partied so hard I failed a test and I had bad scores, but it was the most, no, most fun I've ever had. And she wanted to go back to study. Oh, right. But her sister convinced her otherwise. So they just burnt it and had margaritas all night. It was like the most fun she'd ever have. <laughs> and so this is her last night. Um, before they pull the plug the next day. And so we're going to go see a lady in the morning and hopefully fix it and get this figured out before they pull the plug. But in the meantime, there is something I actually want. He's like, look, girl, we already, uh, we can't make contact. I can't, I can't dick you down. <clears throat> but no, they just want to lay in bed together. That's it. <laughs> Not even trying. Just awkwardly it's like i'm not even tired why can, do i have can you feel that i can kind of feel that yeah and so i know i've never been told that before in my <laughs> life it's good to know manny <sighs> so she's like i think i know what my unfinished business is yeah it's you it's Ugh. you mark ruffalo so the next morning he's gung-ho he's like i'm gonna go steal your fucking body well that would involve unplugging her wouldn't it at some point, didn't they go back to the bookstore and talk to? Did, we, did I miss that? Where, we, where they went back and talked to Hater again, and he was like, "You're asking the wrong questions." You know, it's not like it's like, "Oh yeah, that's, I was given a gift or whatever that I can see these things." Was well, was I given the gift? He's like, "No." No. Well, then why is she talking to me? Like, that's the question. Like, what is it about you that she's yeah, here for? They, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in there somewhere. Um. That's 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 before the scene in the bed where uh, yes, I think he kind of right. glossed over it, but yeah, he was back in, and then and he could read bed. the auras too. He's like, because he could tell he's like, you're in love or whatever. Like you got a real strong red aura yeah, or whatever. Like, Your aura's yeah. nice, and she likes you too. Oh, there's a lot of yeah. red now. She's embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So what we need is a got to get a van and somebody with no morals. Cube best friend Donald Logue. They get into the hospital. Mark comes clean. He's like, look, this is the girl that I've been hallucinating, and now we're kind of in love, even though she's a ghost. And The whole time, though, he's like speeding fucking uh, Jeff Daniels style with that dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jumping the van and shit, almost running people over. Yeah. And uh, it's like, you still haven't told him? No. Yeah. So when he does come clean, he doesn't believe it. So he does the old hand behind or, you know, hand behind the back. How many fingers am I holding up? It's like paper, rock, scissors. Yeah. She's back there. Rock. Scissors, whatever. Yeah. Paper. Are you flipping her off? Right. Why? You know. So he finally says he loves her, and then they put on lab coats and uh, some. Why? Wait. Why are you helping me? He's like, someday I'm going to need help moving a body, and I don't want any questions from yeah. you. And I don't want to hear shit about that's, it. <laughs> that's, I think that that was the best line yeah. of the entire movie, dude. So they finally get to the body and. Uh, Donald's like, hey, that's the girl I was going to try to set you up with. <gasps> so, what? 
Mark was supposed to be the blind date that Reese was supposed like, to meet. Yeah, he's like, that's the one you stood up. Yeah, that's the one you stood up. At. Yeah. And she didn't show up because she was in an accident. Don't talk yeah, and they piece all, and then we also pieced together that Donald Lug's initial was, was JJ. actually JJ, so yeah. he's the ex that the sis kissed before her wedding. And it's just like, oh my God, it's all so connected. Isn't that weird? And Dr. Oh Dickbag shows up early. He's like, I know we said noon, but I'm unplugging this bitch now. <laughs> I'm going to knock a piece off before she's gone. Yeah. I like the Dr. Dickbag. <laughs> so he's a. Uh... Did you just say I'm a knuckle one off? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Reese is like trying to talk to Mark Ruffalo so Mark can tell Dickbag that he's also a doctor. And, you know, she's trying to help talk him through and you know and then he just finally punches the doctor out it's like i'm not convincing this the doctor this <laughs> yeah. is just better i'll just punch the guy so just fel- felonies are yeah no man. it's great well, i thought i said no because when they come out donald or jj whatever he's like what did he say he said jesus david the bodies are piling up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they do start moving the body get intercepted and uh he tackles security, takes yeah. the ventilator tubes. Donald, JJ, like, uh, tackles security, but yeah, it catches the ventilator tube, tears it out of her mouth while they're trying to move her. Right. Yeah. Oopsie. Now he's killing her anyway. So he uh, he gets to, like, the center of this hospital, I guess, kind of a hub center of the hallways, and everyone's running after him, and he's spinning the gurney around, like, how the fuck do I get out of this? And she starts fading away because she's unplugged. There's no life support, so she is actually dying. And he's like, oh, my God, you got to stay with me. And then he kisses her body. She starts doing, like, some of the Back to the Future fading out. Like, oh, I'm going. That's pulling me away. And it's not just kissing. He starts giving her CPR because she's dying. But then it's when he kisses kisses her is the thing. He's Snow White or he's Sleeping Beauties. Yeah, he kind of Sleeping Beauties. I was going to ask that because was it a kiss or CPR? Because I couldn't. It didn't seem very CPR. I think it was CPR. CPR Because he breathed into her and was giving her compressions and. Um, but he, he gets he gets tackled because you know he's trying to steal a body, right? But then she wakes up. And she's like, "Oh, you totally did it! The power of love Christ saves everything." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except, except she was like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, she doesn't like, remember don't touch it me at all. And he's like, "Uh, well, I guess at least you're alive." Okay. And he's all sad and walks away, and <laughs> and uh, which I'm surprised they let him walk away. The dude was just trying to steal a body, punched out a fucking doctor, <laughs> yeah, right. probably just stole a van, almost away. ran over fifty people, oh, and they're like, "All right, stealing he's equipment. cool." His sister, hey, her sister said it's cool, so he's cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's cool. So then he does uh, rich person emotions, where you sit in expensive clothes on a park bench and just be sad. Yeah. <laughs> The new versions. Uh, he was missing. Yeah. yeah, so rich emotions. And so, you know, life moves on. Um, we get John Hader sees Reese at one point and recognizes her, and Mark, like, gets out of the apartment. And uh, she gets home and walks around, sees a ring on the coffee table, and is like, that, huh, that's, that's stirring something. And then she goes up to the roof, and Mark had made a garden. It's the garden she always wanted. She's like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. And then he's right there. He's like, hey, sorry to be creepy, but uh, I'm just hanging out on the roof part of your apartment. You want to Yeah, he like, it's all do it? super nice garden. Also, he's wearing some really weird jeans, like busting a sag almost. 
like I was like, what's wrong with his it's, jeans? Bro, no, it's it's those like those are the two thousand early two thousand jeans. Yeah. Man. What do you know about early two thousands? <laughs> man, I just know that we wore things a little bit bad here. I uh, I was in high school in the early early two thousands. I was in high school. <laughs> All right, so he's up there on the roof. Like I made you a garden, and say like, I did. I don't want to. I don't want to freak you out. So bye, Lizzie. And him saying Lizzie is like her little thingy goes off. She's like, wait a minute. Sploosh. How come, how do I, how do I, how Damn, do I girl, I just watered those flowers. <laughs> <laughs> so did They're I. They're going to get root rot now. You <laughs> want root rot? This is how you get root rot. Um, I was like, maybe if you hold my hand, that will help. It did earlier. And so they hold hands and then, you know, flash back to this movie you just suffered through. And then he kisses her face and we... we pan away into a model that's inside of a snow globe that John Hader is watching, and this whole movie was something in a snow globe? Um, and he goes righteous. Yeah, kind of confusing. That, maybe that's his crystal ball. Yeah, you know, he's a magic man. Righteous, and then that's the end. Yeah. I don't I don't pretend to know how it I don't pretend to know how it no. works. So uh just long for the ride. John Hader watches other people yeah. make out through a crystal ball and it's kinda creepy. And that's the end of this rom-com. I'm here for it. Kinda Anytime I do it, especially good performance, I'm like, that's for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go around the proverbial horn here and give our thoughts on Just Like Him. Manny, what do you think? I'm either real drunk or that was really fast. <laughs> Is that how you always finish? <laughs> like, Sorry, baby. I'm either real drunk or that was real fast. He's like, you ain't drunk. <laughs> Uh, yes and yes. <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> baby, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a I know you didn't want to be out late. <laughs> I'm considerate of your time. <laughs> I'll be real considerate of your time. Baby, baby, one minute. Time. Manny, so what'd you, what'd you think of Just uh, Like Heaven? Honestly, dude, I'm, I'm a huge sucker for rom-coms. I love the fuck out of them. Um, this... I was actually I was laughing. I was enjoying this movie. I, some of these scenes are so fucking stupid and over the top, cheesy. It was great. Uh, I would give it a soft rewatch. I would probably rewatch this again, probably with a lovely lady. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Soft rewatch. Witherspoon's like, hey, you want to watch just like Kevin? You'd be like, I said lovely. <laughs> well, no, I would say I, I, I would say as long as I could use your forehead as a seat. Sit on the Reese Witherspoon's face. Wow. You and three friends. <laughs> it's, it's a decent movie. It's it's not it's not all bad. This 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 probably did not need to be in the movie theaters, but I I'd probably I'd probably watch it. Okay. Uh Elise. Um so this is what? The second of the flea mark fi- flea market Brandon's flea market flicks. Yep. This number is, two. This is starting to feel like a drive-by hate crime. <laughs> um, no, this is not rewatchable. Why would you do a drive-by on anybody that you like? like that seems redundant. <laughs> hey, this is my bro over here. We're going to do a quick drive-by. <laughs> oh, I love those. Um, no, don't like it. Didn't like it. Not rewatchable. No. I'm hoping that the next one is better. I need, I need a win from Brandon. Uh, I think he did this on purpose, so don't get your hopes up. 
Anthony. Well, like I said in the last episode, I don't. It's like what? No dinosaurs? No explosions? No titties? I'm out. <laughs> I sat and watched this. We had foreheads. We though. did have that. It was dinosauric. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dinosaur but yeah no no uh <laughs> i kind of blew up i kind of blew up on old reese there and i apologize reese you can still call me it's fine but <laughs> dude that forehead that forehead almost i don't watch i don't watch many Come rom-coms on. i've probably only seen a couple of them i didn't consider mr right a rom-com as like an action with a romance slant to it but <laughs> I, and maybe I should be embarrassed about this, but I enjoyed this movie. Like I was laughing, I thought it was good. I was maybe I was just in an emotional spot where I thought it was good. But I already told Melanie and Carolina we were going to watch it again together. So I guess it's a rewatch for me. All right. Um, yes. You had texted that before I watched it. You're like, man, I, I wasn't mad you, at it. <laughs> you just said I ain't mad at it or something. And so that kind of softened the uh, I already hate this vibe that I had going into it. Um, there were a couple of funny lines. I think I chuckled here and there. So, as rom-coms go, it can get a hell of a lot worse than this, but that's not saying a lot. Uh, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, but I don't think I ever need to see it again. So I guess not a not a rewatch over here, but it's probably Reese Witherspoon. Not as terrible as I thought it was. Yeah, if we upped the slutty neighbor and downed the Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> right. maybe maybe now we're talking. But someone more attractive, Yoda, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, getting harsh over here on the real party. So that's that's split right down the middle. That's, uh, me and Manny are are on it though. That's fine. That's fine. You, you guys, guys have can... fun. <laughs> I, now I'm picturing uh, you, you two sitting day. on a couch together, drinking Miller Genuine Draft, watching this movie, going, "This is just like heaven." <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking amazing. I'd be like, "Hand me them tissues, bro." Yeah, bro. Rubbing each other's Happy earlobes. or sad? Just hand me the tissues. <laughs> me and Nick are just, hanging just, out watching John Wick or something. <laughs> We don't need. Yeah. We, we don't need to know what the tissues yeah, are no. for. We just, just have tissues. Just we just know, know we need a lot of tissues. We're gonna need a lot of them. <laughs> we just need them. So that wraps up this episode of Flea Market Flicks. If you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at There Watch Party. Find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email the Rewatch Party at gmail dot com. How do you feel about Reese Witherspoon's forehead? <laughs> if you had to look at her and her body double <laughs> in the same room at the same time, would you vomit like Anthony? <laughs> How much lotion would you need? And would your tissues be happy or sad? Or both? <laughs> or that. Whatever you want to email us about, please do so. We love to hear from you. Don't forget about our sister show, The Tournament of Champions, wherein we rate and review the likability and fightability of characters from these movies we review here. We put up polls on our socials where you, the listener, determine who makes it into the tournament in the first place, and then separate polls where you, the listener, determine how those battles play out. So make sure you find our social pages and get your votes in, because your votes do count. And don't forget about the official Rewatch Party merch line! You can be a walking billboard for your favorite podcast, or your 94th favorite podcast. Hey, hey! That's right. We'll slap this logo on anything you want. You just gotta pay for it. Hey, if you want to get it tattooed on uh, you, I'll help. The pay slapping for it. is free, though. Yeah, if you want it tattooed, we'll put s- some sponsorship behind that. 
<coughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll give you a shout out if you tattoo it to us and you and you tweet it at us and or email it at us. <laughs> like, oh, good, they shared it to twenty seven followers. All right, <laughs> I, oh, now so I have this on my hey, neck. You'd be the coolest. You'd be the coolest. Uh, we're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, join us next week as we kick our way into the K's and sweep the leg of the Karate Kid. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony, Manny, and Elise, and thanks for rewatching. What, no dinosaurs? No explosions? No titties? I'm out. This is it. This is the end of the line. Telling me. Did I tell you about the pool here? For Daniel LaRusso. Is this the only pool you guys got? The future seemed far from terrific. This place is a dump. You should go back to New Jersey. Hey, I know it's hard, but we're not quitters, are we? Until... He met the hey, right girl. She's beautiful. I say she's beautiful. I think she's beautiful. You got your address? You got it. But that it. only angered the wrong guy. And his troubles really began. Then in one man. He found a teacher. I promise teach karate. And a friend. Fighting always last answer. How did you do that? Don't know. First time. Power. Whole body. Make a perfect picture. How do I know if my picture's the right one? If come from inside of you, always right on. Lesson about the balance, not just karate, a lesson for all life. Why drink? So I won't have to fight. Hey, karate kid, let's take a move. No points or no points. You're dead meat. I don't have much of a cheering section. You got me. In the end, it will be in Daniel's hands. In his body. Most of all, in his mind. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember, balance. No mercy. Columbia Pictures presents The Karate Kid. Hey, what kind of belt do you have? Canvas. You like? <laughs> JC Penny, 398. <laughs>